Welcome to the TVA Devotions Podcast. We want you to be encouraged by the Word of God, whether this is your first or your 50th time to listen. We hope we add value to you through God's Word today. So the day the whistle stopped, this devotion is not necessarily focused on volleyball and the the coronavirus and the things that are going on right now. Um, I just wanted to preface this devotion with uh, some thoughts of, um, I am not a political guy. I'm not one of those things. I, I think that what we need to do is we need to honor those that we have in charge of us as Americans. Um, and I think that we need to hunker down. We need to stay home. Uh, we need to practice social distancing. Um, I think that we need to take this seriously and uh, understand that there are more important things than volleyball, um, than going out to eat, uh, than those things. So uh, I pray for you guys that are dealing with this and, um, Maybe in another devotion, we'll talk a little bit more about the coronavirus and volleyball. Um, this is just for uh, our focus on um, what we can do during this time. So I pray for you as we get started. I just want to start before the devotion starts with just a little bit of a uh, uh, a preface to the devotion, saying that I, I want everybody to stay safe to obey the laws and obey those people that are above us um, and listen to your family and make your decisions to be safe and healthy. Have you guys ever heard of Dave Ramsey before? Now, if you've known me, you've heard of Dave Ramsey because I speak about him all the time. Dave Ramsey is a big financial guy and talks about living a debt-free life and getting debt-free. He has these things called the baby steps which are uh, baby step number one is saving $1,000 as a beginner emergency fund. Step number two is the debt snowball, where you take your smallest debt to your largest debt, write them all out, pay off the small, smallest debt as quickly as possible, getting extra jobs, selling a bunch of stuff until you're debt free. Step number three is to build three to six months of expenses as a emergency fund. Uh, step three, be if you don't have a house, save down payment to the house. Step four is contributing 15% of your income to retirement. Step five is to save for your child's college fund. Step six is to pay off your house early. And step seven is to live like nobody else and give like nobody else. And Dave Ramsey talks about it. And, you know, listening to the last week after the coronavirus came around and the quarantine and all the things that we have to do now, Dave Ramsey uh, has some some views on it that might not be right where you are, but you know, he's like, we're going to get through this. Don't stress. Don't take your money out of the, of the bank. Don't take your 401k and turn it in. The market will rebound. It's happened before. We're going to be okay. It'll be over in a little bit and the market will rebound right back. Don't sell low and buy high. Stay in. But when people talk to him about going through baby step two, which is the debt snowball, he says, pause. And he talks about it like if you're having a baby, he always says, hit pause on the debt snowball, pile up a bunch of cash to make sure that you can get through this pregnancy. And now he's telling people this past week, hit pause on your debt snowball, pile up a bunch of cash because there's a storm coming. 
And there's a storm coming. You guys know it. Um, the storm, some of you are right at, right at your door. Um, I have a, a, a friend of mine that's uh, been diagnosed with the coronavirus. And so the storm's at his door. And um, so when we talk about storms, there are a couple of things in the Bible that kind of speaks to this. But um, let's stop right here and let's pray to get ready for this. Father God, um, I'm thankful that you are sovereign. I'm thankful that, Lord, that you calm the storms. I'm thankful that, Lord, with you, we can do anything. But apart from you, we can do nothing. I pray you help us to uh, focus in on you today. And I pray that you would just speak through me and that you would be glorified. In Jesus' name. So when I think about a storm is a coming, I think about two different kind of stories that are in the Bible dealing with storms in Jesus. And um, for me, uh, I'm a big fan of Paul. You guys already know that. Uh, the first, very first devotion that we did was about Paul's first trip to Philippi. And in Philippi, Paul was talking about um, when he was in jail, uh, the whole of chapter one talks about, he says this verse, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Because he was getting beaten and he was getting flogged. And he says, you know, I really don't want to experience this day in and day out. I just want to see Jesus. Uh, but he says, but if for me to live as Christ, if I am alive, I can spread more of Jesus Christ's gospel to more people. So this view of me, what I see it as, and people have asked me, how are you doing? And you know what? I, I, I am quarantined. I'm staying here right now. I am worried about this epidemic or this pandemic, but I'm not worried about life because God is still on the throne. God is still sovereign. And, and if I do, and I don't want to get morbid, but if I do pass away, guess what's in store for me? Eternity in heaven. So people that don't have Christ are so, so worried right now. And maybe that's you. But if you have Christ, there's a different viewpoint that we have toward this quote unquote storm that's coming our way. And I just want to talk to you about it. There's two different stories in here. The first one comes out of Mark chapter four. It's one of the kind of the beginning parts of Jesus's uh, ministry. Um, both of them are kind of toward the beginning. But anyway, um, Mark chapter four, verse 35. And it goes like this. Uh, Jesus basically was talking all day and uh, basically told the crowd, hey, peace out, Jesus, I'm out and uh, drops the mic and, you know, had his own little talk. And then he said, it says on verse 35, it says that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let's go over to there to the other side, leaving the crowd behind. They took him along just as he, just as he was in the boat. So they all got in this boat and I said, there were also other boats with him. So they're in this boat and it says, verse 37, a furious squall came up. If you don't know what a squall is, it's basically like a tidal wave or a storm that came up and it says, and the waves broke over the boat. So this wave was so big that it totally entrenched the boat that Jesus was on. And it broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. So basically it almost take, took the boat and put the boat at the bottom of the sea or the bottom of the lake. 
And it says, Jesus, in verse 38, it says, this is the best part. I love this. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, teacher, don't you care if we drown? And for me, I, I'm going to go off on a limb a little bit here. And I'm going to think like this. Jesus, again, is on this boat. Jesus, who is the son of God. Okay. He is sovereign Lord. Okay. He is creator. Okay. If you believe in the Trinity, <laughs> this is Jesus. Okay. Jesus is in the boat with them. This wave comes over and hits their boat. And they're worried about this storm. And they go up to Jesus. They shake him by the shoulder and say, Jesus, wake up. Are you kidding me? You're sleeping through this? And my whole thought process that Jesus is saying is, dude, I was sleeping. Why'd you wake me up? That's what I believe Jesus is thinking in his mind at this point. Again, it's not in the Bible. So let me take a limb. And if I get hit by lightning, I hit, get hit by lightning. But right now, Jesus is saying, you guys are worried about this tidal wave. You're worried about this storm. I'm the son of God. And it says he got up and I could just think about him putting on his robe and throwing the tie around and tying the robe and stomping up the stairs, going up to the top of the thing. And he says, he got up, rebuked the women, said to the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. And then I want him just to think there, I got up. I, they woke me up for this storm. I'm the son of God. I'm sleeping. They have the son of God, the creator of the whole universe on their boat. And they're worried about this storm. He said in verse 40, he said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? They were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and the waves obey him. These disciples had the Son of God in their boat. And they were worried about a little storm and a little water. And all Jesus had to say is, quiet, peace, be still. And it was completely calm. Jesus is still on the throne. In your life, Jesus is still on the throne. COVID-19, Jesus is still on the throne. Matthew 14 talks about Peter. Talks about Jesus when another storm came about. And guess what? We're still dealing with on the water too. And so it says, Jesus immediately, he just got done speaking. He said, Jesus, immediately Jesus made the disciples get in the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. So he basically said, hey guys, you go ahead and take off. Hey guys, thanks for coming tonight. I appreciate it. We're going to go ahead and head out. We'll see you later. Thank you. And as he dismissed the crowd and as he dismissed the disciples, it says in verse 23, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside to by himself to pray. So Jesus is there praying. And it says later that night he was alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. So there's a storm that's upon them. 
And it said, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. I love the word immediately. I love the words take courage. And I love the words do not be afraid. And Peter, probably like me, this is me. If you don't know me, this is me. It's like, Jesus, you're walking the water? Oh man, that's awesome. I want to do that too. I want to do that too. Hey, Jesus, hey, if it's really you, tell me to come out and walk on the water with you. I want to tell you guys ready to watch this. Here I go. And Jesus says, hey, Peter, come on, man. And Peter's like, oh my goodness, he really told me to come on. Oh boy. So he got out of the boat and I can see him like holding onto the side, putting his toe in and be like, ooh. Ooh, ooh. And then he gets on the water and he's like, oh my goodness. He lets go of the boat. It's kind of like me whenever I'm like ice skating or roller skating. I stink. I always hold on to that little handrail. I'm always on the wall, kind of leaning there and kind of walking along there because I don't want to fall. But Jesus says, Peter, come. That's his only word was come. Peter said he got down to the boat. He walked on the water and he came toward Jesus. And as Peter is focused in on the author and perfecter of his faith, as he's focused in on Jesus, he is doing miraculous things. He is walking on the lake. His whole focus is on Jesus. He's walking on the lake and he's like, this is the greatest moment of my life. But then, verse 30, he lost focus of Jesus and he started looking at the storm and the wind and the waves and the TV and social media and Instagram and Facebook and CNN and Fox News. And he saw the storm instead of focusing in on Jesus, he saw the storm and he began to get afraid and he began to sink and he cried out, Lord, save me. Guess what the next word is? Told you I loved it before. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You have little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? When they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. I think there are three types of people. And again, we talked about it the very first devotion we did a long time ago. Prison, shaken savior. There are three types of people. I think there are three types of people out there right now. There's some of you that don't have Jesus Christ. It's a part of your life. And this storm is scary. Because if this storm, aka Corona, comes along and takes you away from out of this life, it's not going to be great. And for those people, I really think you need to understand who this Jesus guy is. He's truly the Son of God. And heaven and eternity awaits with him. Again, I don't want to be morbid and I don't want to talk about death. But even Paul talks about it. For to me to live is Christ and die is gain. So... I want us to focus in on this storm that we're in and I want us to take it seriously. 
but I want us to understand the sovereignty of God, that God is in control, that even the wind and the waves and the storm and the viruses and the whatever might be going on, the financial burdens, all of these things bow down to him. All he has to say is, be still. And it will. If you believe in Jesus Christ, that's where you need to be. If you don't have Christ, please come to know him. Email me. Talk to somebody. Find it out online. My email is thevolleyacademy at gmail.com. You can call me. I'll give you my phone number. You can call me. We can talk about it. The second type of person is, is you've had a relationship with Christ. And your focus was fully on Christ. And you were walking in him because your focus was on him. And in the midst of this storm, you've lost your focus of Jesus. And you're beginning to drown. And Jesus is saying, hey, look at me. Focusing on me. Turn out the trash. Turn it off. Focusing on me. I'm not saying that we are not in a pandemic. I'm not saying that we don't need to take precautions. I'm telling you that there's a king of kings and lord of lords that is sovereign. We are to take a look at him. And if you're caught up in this right now and you need him, just say, Lord, save me. And it says immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. But he's going to tell you, ye of little faith, believe in me. Why did you doubt? Don't doubt Jesus right now. Don't stray away from Jesus right now. More than anything, focus on Jesus right now. Because all he has to say is quiet, be still. And he's saying that to your heart right now. He's saying that to your family right now. He's saying that to your volleyball team right now. He's saying that to your parents and your children right now. Quiet, be still, peace, be still. And your heart will be at peace. And lastly, some of you are entrenched in God. Some of you have Jesus in your heart. He's on your boat. And you're worried about the storm. When the God of all creation is living inside your heart. I don't think he's sleeping right now, but I don't think he's worried right now. I think this is not a surprise to him. As it talks about in Mark, it says, Jesus was sleeping during the storm. Because he's not worried about the storm. He's the God of all creation. And a lot of you have the God of all creation living in your heart. And you're worried about the waves and the wind of this storm that is happening. And you're going to Jesus saying, Jesus, what's happening? Why are you allowing this to happen? And he says, yo, I was sleeping. <laughs> hey, calm down. Have faith. If you've lost your vision, if you've lost your focus, if you've lost your peace in this time of trouble, understand something. We serve a risen Savior who has overcome the storm, that is in control of the storm. 
So if you feel like you're sinking, if you feel like you're about to be swamped, as the Bible says, Jesus says, listen, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? He says, listen, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? I want you to understand something. I want you to understand that God is in control right now. He's in control of COVID-19, the coronavirus. He's in control if you've lost your job. He's in control if you have this virus. His will be done, and it will be done if you just come to him and say, Jesus, save me. Immediately, he'll reach out and he'll save you. God, you are a sovereign God. You are the great I am. You are in control. You are the Prince of Peace, Almighty God, immovable rock. Lord, we've lost our faith. We have little faith because we've lost our focus of you. Help us to be reminded that you live within, within us. No matter what storm comes, Lord, you are sovereign and you are in control. I pray that we live that verse, those verses out of Philippians 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all the Lord is near. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present our request to you, O God. And when we do that, you will give us the peace that passes all understanding that will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, I'm not asking you to take the coronavirus away. I'm asking you to renew our faith in you. I'm asking us to stand strong in you, knowing that you are in control. Not the TV stations, not the newspaper, not social media. You are in control. You are sovereign. Help our unbelief. Help our focus to be on you, the author and perfecter of our faith. Give us strength in this time. Amen. Whatever's happening in your life right now, whatever you're doing, I, I pray that you find the many blessings. I... I miss my players a whole lot. I, I I miss my coaching friends a whole lot. I'm sure you miss your team a whole lot. But I think there are many blessings. My players get to go home. They're doing their homework and they're going to class online and they're able to hang out with their boyfriends and their moms and dads and that's pretty awesome to me. So selfishly, I, I want to be with them and I want to guide them and I want to teach them some volleyball and I want us to get better for next year. <laughs> but unselfishly, this is a blessing. So in this moment, put the phones down. Spend some time talking to your parents, hanging out with your brothers and your sisters, focusing on God. What a wonderful opportunity for us to stop what we've been doing. And as another devotion talked about, turn and focus in on God. 
And God will heal our land if we do a couple of things. So if you lost your focus, remember, God's there to save you. But focus in on Him because He is sovereign and He is in control. Can't wait to see you. I hope it's June 5th and 6th, that Lone Star and Big South. I hope that we get the whistles blowing again. I hope we get the knee pads on. Please wash them. I hope that we get (laughs) back into the swing of things sooner rather than later. But during the meantime, listen, quarantine, stay home, help out our nurses, pray for our doctors and our nurses, pray for those that are going through this, this storm. Pray to the God that is in control of the storm. See you guys. God bless.